So hi, one of the Good Noise Podcasts. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... Your mom. <laughs> and we're going to ask him some questions today about his upcoming album, Uncaged. Congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about Thank the you. response to the announcement so far? So the announcement's been crazy because I've kind of been announcing this thing for two freaking years. I like... The, the deal was I like wrote this record during COVID in one night and... To be brutally honest, I was like, this Wait. record's not going to happen. <laughs> you wrote this you entire wrote this album plus long, one night? hour plus long yeah. album in, in a night? Yeah, so I was, my parents were like doing a date night or something. No, it was COVID. Where the F were they? I was in the house. They were like doing a, maybe they're watching a movie in the front of the house. I didn't like, I locked myself in my room in the back of the house. That's what they're okay. doing. And at like, must have been like eight o'clock, seven o'clock. I just started messing around in logic and coming up with beats and came up with this beat, came up with the phrase, I don't want to stay inside tonight. And then by the 5 a.m. the next morning, I had 40 pages of lore. I had all the lyrics to the, oh gosh, 30 songs for an album, which obviously they couldn't all make it. It just exploded. Um, and so on the real, I legit was like, you have all those documents. I'm like, yeah, this isn't realistic. That's not going to happen. So I'll just like release one at a time whenever I'm able to. And so for the last two years, I've like dropped little things from this record. And then eventually I was like, shoot, it's actually going to happen. So it's been kind of cool to like see people super hyped that they're finally getting the whole thing. Cause I didn't even know if they were ever going to get the whole thing. The funny thing is, is right before we turned the camera on for this, Daniel called us crazy motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Not those exact words, <laughs> but I'm going to color my. I'm going to use color it up with my language. Exactly, and here yeah. he is telling us he wrote 40 pages of lore and 30 songs in about you know in a night. less than 12 hours. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you crazy motherfucker. Fair. I'll take it. Um, Fair. I have a couple it? of questions for you. When did the track that you got produced by Mike Shinoda come about? Um, like when did you write that and why is it not on the record? Does it not fit into the lore? Yeah. So you did I, such a big press campaign behind that. Yes. Um, that's a fantastic question. That song was written specifically for the thing with Mike. Um, mm-hmm. he reached out. Um, I think we just finished bulletproof umbrella and it wasn't even the official version. It was the single version I dropped. Mm-hmm. And so he reached out, he, wanted to produce a song and originally he like that was such a weird thing just because he'd slid in out of nowhere mm-hmm. um and he was like originally wanted to redo a song of mine called laugh at me which i really did not want to redo <laughs> so i was like uh i'd rather just write something new for you like what do mm-hmm. you have in mind so he's like yeah just do a song that does everything you do and i was like i'm gonna need to hit the drawing board for that <laughs> so i wrote a one-off song that was loosely tied to like the storyline behind my evolving record and the it's still us records um so yeah but the bottom line was it just didn't fit in with uh the lore for uncaged that storyline's got a lot to it and i just didn't want to mess it up all right fair enough and if you want to watch us completely beat the shit out of that record we interviewed or not that record that the single, single uh mm-hmm. you can watch the interview we did with daniel about it Mm-hmm. word looking in the interview wow that. that's a new one we haven't done that yet the first one there mm-hmm. good noise inception <laughs> boom Boom. Uh, so is there any meaning behind the album name or cover art yeah there's a lot of meaning behind that crap um the phrase uncaged mm-hmm. 
came pretty naturally. I mean, the, the record, so I, I write in what I call a stacked allegory, which means you can focus on just mental health and track that theme through the lore and through the lyrics all the way. But you can also track my faith. You can track politics. Uh, you can track my journey as a solo artist. Um, like all of those have a dialogue and mm -hmm. one moment applies to all of that at the same time. So Uncaged, um, the original idea I had when I came up with it was about basically releasing anything holding, holding me back as a creative. Um, it was my first like true solo project when I started working on it. And I didn't even know the band was going to break up at that point, obviously, but mm -hmm. it was like this, let's, if I could make a record with no one telling me what I could or couldn't do, what would it be like? Um, with mental health, it was kind of about, um, I was having like this breakthrough in therapy with my depression and my anxiety. And it was like, this is what it feels like to not be held back by this stuff that I've been dealing with for as long as I can remember. Mm -hmm. um, like it's it just literally fully about strip off anything that's containing me, isolating me, um, you know, leaving me in this bubble and break free and see what the frick happens, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and the album cover, um, there's a picture of this creepy motherfucking dude with a match and a gas mask and he's sitting on the cage and his gloves have paint on them. And it's kind of mm -hmm. like, why the frick is that there? Yeah. Um, without going too deep into that, uh, that dude's name is Cage Burner, and he's not a good guy. Okay. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Slowly diving into the lore over here. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So, can you tell us a little bit about your writing process uh, for this album? Yeah, it's kind of like, um, like I, like not not literally, but it's like I emotionally like shoved my fist down my throat and then puked for hours, and then the album happened. Like I, it started off so unorganized. I had just downloaded Logic to my laptop and someone had given me um, a free microphone, free studio speakers, all that stuff, oh, wow. um, which let me write from home, which I'd never been able to do before. So I was yeah. really just like vomiting ideas, messing with the program. Uh, the beats would inspire lyrics, the lyrics would inspire beats back and forth. Um, and then of course this weird storyline came out of just me processing COVID. I think at that point I'd been, I hadn't left my house unless I was grabbing like a hot pocket from the freezer outside for like <laughs> a month or something. Um, so I was sick of being inside. I had all these pent up feelings and emotions and thoughts. And um, the storyline was literally just my way of processing and venting and um, kind of figuring out what it all meant. Mm -hmm. So there wasn't really like any, organization the biggest thing that came about was that um when i started i was writing producing recording everything in my room and then jacob wall who was the co-vocalist for crown and chains he was helping me mix it because i hate mixing my own stuff i feel like i'm biased and i can't do it the way it needs to be done mm -hmm. yeah um so when we did the singles that was the process but with the record um i had me and giovanni piazza who produced all of the it's us stuff and co-wrote a bunch of that stuff um, we got super tight. We just locked into a flow. So I asked him to end up mixing the record and mastering the record and um, working with him um, caused me to reassess a lot of what I had written. There's some songs that like, like fire dancing, that song, he actually has a writing credit on. I had this really weird freaking instrumental that we could not keep <laughs> when we revisited it. And he like, 
was pretty open about like, bro, this isn't it. <laughs> so, <laughs> this really like, is kind of this was honest. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What you need, right? You need mm-hmm. people yeah. to spend hours in a basement with someone. So, mm-hmm. um, working with him definitely like it, it, the record wouldn't be as good as it was without him either. So that just changed the process a little bit too. But and like as you had said, you've been like teasing this record for two years, working on it for a while, and all that whatnot. How close, like, yeah. down to the wire was it? Because I saw you, like, tweeting up until, like, a week or two before you announced it. that like, you were still working on it, like, locked away in the basement with Giovanni. So, like, how how down to the wire was it? So, I was really strict on this record needs to be distributed a month and a half before it drops. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, I had every record before that, um, with the exception of the Crown and Chains one, was being worked on less than a week before it dropped. Wow. I've always wow. done that every time where I like, so like I dang near kanye my records. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, but especially seeing Kanye's rollout for Donna, I was like, I cannot like, there's yeah. no, no way. Please don't do that. Hell. Yeah. Don't do that. There's no way. And I know like the scary thing is I have the stupid perfectionist mind where if I don't have a due date, like I will Donna the record. Like <laughs> that will happen. Yeah. Um. So I, we, we had a, we ended, I think, three days after my due date because I could not release it on the due date. But those last three days, me and Giovanni worked on it easily 12 to 15 hours a day. Jesus like Christ. Just in there. It was brutal. It was so brutal, but I'm really glad we did it still. Cause it's the record sounds exactly how I would have wanted it to. That's good. At That's least good. you got exactly what you wanted out of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Uh, so I want you to tell us your favorite lyric off this entire record and the meaning behind it. Yeah, that's right. You got to pick Glory one. Glory always that's the hard ones. Exactly. I don't know what yeah. this is. <laughs> you always make me question everything. Um, favorite lyric. Shoot. Um, I'm going to go with Who Am I at the End? Mm-hmm. I think that lyric's my favorite. I, uh, I wrote that song. Um, a little bit, I wrote a version of that song before I dove into all the lore and stuff. And um, I wrote that song, I think a week after my grandfather's funeral. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never experienced death like close to me. Uh, my grandpa, he lived in our house for a couple of years near the end of his life. And um, it's not like we were super tight, but I, I, you know, I knew him, I lived with him. Yeah. Um, and suddenly death became a lot more real, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just started thinking about like, I was at his funeral. I was thinking about my own funeral. Who, who will people remember me as? What will my legacy be? Will I be the person who stood up for those who needed it or the person who was quiet? Will I be the person who everyone thought was kind of a jerk or will I be the person who, who welcomed people in? And, uh, and further than that, thinking about, you know, like a really crazy existential crisis. Like, where do we go? Mm-hmm. Like when my life on earth passes, where do I end up? Um, where do we all end up? Um, it was just, a, it's the, probably the most existential lyric I've ever written. <laughs> and just, I, I nose dove into death for, for a like almost eight minute song or however long that song is. God damn. So, all right. Yeah. I'd say that's the one. Uh, so what song on the album took longest to write and which one is your personal favorite? Oh, that's right. You got to pick we, one. Um, yep. Yeah. I, hold on. I'm going to look at my track list. I honestly don't even remember what ended up making it on this <laughs> no track. There's no shame in that. 
Um, it's impressive strike. that you were able to give us the lyric off the top of your head, but you don't yeah. know you're on track list. Usually that's yeah. the hardest one. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of these were like really late substitutions too. Like mm -hmm. the track list was not what I thought it was going to be for sure. Longest to write. Um, I'm going to say it's going to be a tie between my anchor and uh, where is it? Finally, those two songs. Finally was I had this really big idea to go future pop EDM sort of on it. Mm -hmm. And that breakdown just sucked to write. It was not fun anymore. I was like, music sucks. I should quit. Like, this is, <laughs> you're breaking this is, we did not, like, we, the closest we'd ever gotten to that genre was there was a song called Crowds that we did. Mm -hmm. And uh, and neither of us really like the breakdown in that song anymore anyway. So mm. it's pretty ambitious. We for sure spent a solid two days in the basement just on that breakdown, wow. trying to get it to sound how it should um that was brutal and then the other one my anchor um that was another song i wrote before i had all the lore and everything figured out um so the writing part itself was really easy um because it kind of just happened spontaneously but once i'd laid down all the parts besides drums it just didn't sound good it <laughs> sounded like a mess we like Oh, I could go It'd take me a second. I could look up the exact number of drafts we had. It's probably like 12 or 13 or something oh, stupid. Jesus. It just did not sound good. And so I was like, you know what? Let's just, we'll hit it after we get drums. Maybe the drums will help lock it in. So I went into the studio and recorded drums for a day. And two days later, we bring back, we put the drums on there. And it's like, oh, the song sounds great. Like we, <laughs> that was all we <laughs> that were missing. That was what you were, we were missing, just, yeah. It was so really frustrating, but. Before we move on to the second half of this question, did you like really believe in my anchor? Because you said you had a shit ton of other songs written. Like, did you know like that one was something special and that's why you kept on yeah. trying at it? Okay. Yeah, my anchor was one of the few songs I let everyone hear before the record too. Mm -hmm. And so I'd, uh, man, gosh, that was so long ago. A long time ago, um, a group of the, the fans asked me to put on like a digital prom since they couldn't have prom. Mm -hmm. And so I hop, brought my ukulele and just played songs for two hours or whatever. And they all dressed up Aww. and uh, I debuted my anchor for them during that prom. Um, and then it became like a staple on live stream concerts after that too. I would do it every time I hopped on Instagram live. And so it meant a lot to the fans. It meant a lot to me. I actually wrote that song um, about my mom after my grandpa's funeral and having to leave her to come back to college and how that was one of the hardest things I've ever done was, was leave her. Um, so it's, it's just one of those songs where there's so much depth and meaning and history to it before it even happened. Like it had to be on the record. There was no way. There was no other way. Hmm. All right. Uh, so can you tell us where your headspace was at while you're creating this record? I know you mentioned this has been a long journey, but yeah. if you could kind of summarize it, if you want. Yeah. Um, if I had to summarize my headspace in one word, it would be. This record was so close to killing me. I swear mm -hmm. between like the lore had to change a couple times. Um, just because like, I was like, there's no way this works in a music video. And mm -hmm. I, I want to release a music video for every, all 16 songs on the record. I was like, this. Oh, you're doing a visual I, album. That's pricey. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I love visual albums. They're my favorite. And I was like, I, I need to workshop this. Mm -hmm. If I, that's going to happen. 
Um, there were a lot of songs that like my horrible demos from two years ago when push came to shove and we we're making it. I was like, this sucks now. So I either need to scrap the song or redo the song. Yeah. Like it was so frustrating to work on in terms of like thematically my headspace, I actually prepared a little note oh. for this question. I oh, have a little, you I, I came with notes for oh this. Oh my God. You, yeah. You're always throwing me curveballs. I was like, I got to be prepared for some of these questions. I don't think the question list has changed all that much since we interviewed for, we the, added for the first time though. <laughs> three, we added three new questions oh, since shit. the last time we spoke to you. So See, get ready. Yeah. I, I, some of these are preparation for specific questions I thought you'd ask too. Oh wow. Um, so you, wait, do so you have multiple like i've got like it's a list of little bullet points that i might need to refer to uh, in case okay. glory's asking me something <laughs> stressful again so <laughs> clearly your favorite thing to do to me is, is so we know you have a lot of albums and projects what's your favorite one? yeah your yeah. favorite lyric <laughs> off of all of your albums. projects <laughs> yeah so i wrote um during the pro i'm gonna just read it uh during the process of this record i experienced loss grief anxiety sadness anger and isolation but i also came to appreciate home community love unity laughter and hope in a way i never had before to sum up the record it's a you don't know what you got till it's gone type of album okay wow i like that a lot that was yeah. good yeah Thank people you. should people should take notes more often yeah that's good <laughs> That was yeah. good. Probably shouldn't have read it as dry as I did. No, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. that was good. That was good. Would you like to go back and read it with a little emotion? Yeah, with give a little emotion. Some, give us some yeah, pizzazz. A couple of pauses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's check this out. British accent and everything. Oh. I experienced loss, grief, anxiety, sadness. This is more Australian. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I was Anger. Anger. <laughs> Anger. Anger. And isolation. Like, that's definitely Australian. Yeah, like, that's Australian. I'm a crikey. <laughs> you don't know what you got till it's gone. Uh, Sounds like wow. Bravo 6 going dark. That was beautiful. I'm tearing so up a little bit. So poetic. Thank you. Um, yeah. I should go wrestle crocodiles now. You so should. True. You should. Yeah. Go In find a dingo. Under. <laughs> What's that? In the down under. <laughs> down under. Crazy. Uh, so this question should be super super quick off the top of your head cool. i want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words no more no less i hope you don't have any notes on this one i don't good i don't um unusual okay unique okay daniel oh okay i was hoping yeah. you'd stick with the use yeah. Were they both used? Oh, yeah. unusual, missed unique. opportunity. Yeah. It's too late now. It's been yeah, you can't go back. Universe. It's kind of locked nope. in. Unusual, unique nope. Daniel. Yeah. That's actually like those. That could be a poem about me. Unusual, yeah. oh, unique yeah. Daniel. Yeah. It's kind of accurate. It's good. Interesting. Write that shit for your college level English class. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll turn in a resume <laughs> for a job. It just says unusual. Unusual, unique <laughs> Daniel. Or that's like a fragrance ad, too. Oh, You're my cool. God. <laughs> <laughs> So many things can happen. New merch. I think you new should do merch. All of it. Wait for my cologne line. It's coming real soon. Unusual, oh, unique. Oh. Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> mm -hmm. Buy it now. Yeah, Daniel Craig is actually going to model for it. True story. Oh my god. Yeah. Congratulations. He's done with James Bond now, so he's he's, he's got free. no career ahead of him. Moved on to better exactly. things. Decided he wants yeah. to <laughs> model for my cologne. <laughs> Moved on to way better opportunities. <laughs> Exactly. Obviously, yeah. I, you know, I'm. He's hoping I can jumpstart his career. And, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he'll become. Maybe he'll be in the next next James Bond movie. You don't know. 
yeah, I have a, a lot of opportunities to offer him with my exposure and experience. So, <laughs> yeah. So is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this album to invoke in your listeners? Yeah, I um, So I was really inspired by the horror genre for this record. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to an extent, I don't know if I want people to feel fear like I don't want them to listen and go oh <laughs> like that's probably not what you want people to feel about your music um oh fuck but I do want them to like be considering and thinking about what they're afraid of and definitely feel a little uncomfortable at times um but I also want them to feel like uh groundbreaking hope in the face of fear and darkness as well um which is kind of always my thing just with more of an emphasis on fear this time but I always try to, you know, I actually, I, my first like month of therapy, my therapist encouraged me, like she, she found out I was a songwriter. So the way she got in my head was she would look at my lyrics sometimes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh. oh fuck. I was like, wow, this is, this is stressful. Yeah. And um, so she everything. like listened to my new music. She was like always staying up to date on my stuff. She's like, you know, your song, like she, she really liked my music or at least she, I paid her. So she probably had to say that, but um, <laughs> she's like, you know, a lot of your songs are like, like, they're just dark, like they're just sad. There's no resolution. And so she encouraged me always write, like write your pain, express your pain, feel your pain, but try to spin your pain to hope in your lyrics as well. Wow. And so I've always tried to take whatever I'm going through and spin it to hope, not only for myself, but also in the hopes that the people listening to the record will be doing the same as they're hearing me express my fears, hearing me express my existential angst and Mm -hmm. hopefully they'll find hope in the midst of theirs as well. That's amazing. I I really liked that. Yeah. Um, So what band or artist influence are you thinking here the most on this record? If any. Yeah, there's a ton, honestly. Um, Right off the bat, like inside was kind of this, what if, nf did billy eilish music mm-hmm. like what if they like what would it sound like if you smashed their music together mm-hmm. um i don't know there's there's inspiration from uh, the band red um their album of beating rage had a really big impact impact on me and so bringing strings into genres that wouldn't normally have it um i, I got from them um oh there's just so many it's so hard um for finally I was kind of influenced by like barely influenced, but a little bit influenced by like the chain smokers and the millennium style of pop EDM. Yeah. Um, I feel like that genre has so much potential and it's not always used the way it should be. So yeah. <laughs> I wanted to write a song that had a lot more depth to the lyrics behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Since that doesn't tend to be the case with that genre most of the time. Um, Let me take shoot, a selfie. So many. <laughs> i like had successfully wiped that from my memory so thanks for uh reminding me anytime yeah really appreciate it man stellar um yeah i don't i feel like this i could talk about this question probably for five years but you just did an hour podcast so you probably don't want me to um okay the title track was like um a slightly more pop rock version of blinding lights um was kind of the influence for that um which i just i don't think anyone would have expected me to ever take influence from the weekend blinding lights but here we are 
Mm-hmm. I think everyone's so it's, it's all across a little the board. bit of influence for him, though. He's literally the biggest artist in the world right now. As he's be. wicked talented. Yeah, wicked talented. I love him for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, how do you recommend your listeners to check out this record for the first time? Should they play it in the car with friends? Should they turn off the lights, put on some headphones, just kind of turn it up? Should they play it at a party? Is it a workout album? What do you recommend? Yeah, um, I think it depends on the person. To be honest, I mm-hmm. think. People who genuinely care about what I have to say um, and about the lore and that type of stuff, um, definitely dark room, headphones on, or I always recommend my music was totally, I like love night walks, night walks where I listen to music all the time. My music is perfect for a night walk. Um, You don't have to be an hour and 17 minute night walk if you're doing this record, but um, you know, that would be the way I'd recommend it for the people who hardcore want to dive into it. Um, for people who just want like Costco samples of the record, um, I would like, here it is hit, just DM me. I'll tell you what songs to listen to and what not to listen to on your first listen. Um, I've been, so talking to my team about this record, my phrase to describe it has been marketing nightmare. Um, because you start off on this really weird, Mm -hmm. like kind of creepy, unsettling, just bizarre hip hop track. And then mm-hmm. you get thrown into a symphonic ukulele. Eight pop. minute track. I don't, even, yeah. I don't know what the frick Floral Mask is still. I wrote that yeah. song a long time ago. And it's just like those two songs, like Floral Mask is nine minutes long. Mm-hmm. Like your first listen, you're not going to listen to the nine minute song unless you're invested already. So, you know, it's a marketing nightmare for sure. So hit me up and I'll give you like the, the tracks that I Spark think notes. you would like based on what you listen to. And you listen to them wherever the frick you want. I don't even care. If you're not like nose diving into it, do whatever you want. Um, but I would definitely say most of these songs, not car ride with friends songs for sure. <laughs> Weird okay. for that. Your friends will probably never let you have the ox again if you start playing my stuff. That's horrible. Um, this is like a, it's like a fine wine. You know, you don't crack it open when your friends are around. You save that. You save that crap for special people. So yeah. Yeah, um, I did listen to this record today, uh, a majority yeah. of it in my car, and I will 100% agree. I wanted to know what the fuck you were doing for about the first like 12 <laughs> or so, uh, so minutes of the album. You told us to be honest with you on Twitter, and I'm here being yep. honest with you, telling you, yep. what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I uh, I mean, that's how I feel about it, too, to be honest. But I have like was thinking about, you know, I said I got inspired by the horror genre. Mm-hmm. I was like, horror movies always start like with this either really dramatic like oh no thing like everything goes really wrong right away or when i got inspired by the intro for my record for was like they just have this really slow crawl into madness mm-hmm. and so i wanted you to start with inside which presents it and then floral mask which like is that easing you into the the weirdness thing like it's ukulele and then it's like bleh. yeah yeah um so, but I, I was aware when I wrote it, like, this is a marketing disaster. But mm-hmm. again, if I was going to be uncaged in the way I approach music, I had to. So I, I totally agree with you, Shane. It is, okay. it is, uh, That's yeah, it's, it's out there. <laughs> After I got past those two tracks, I'm like, you know what? I'll fucking, I'll listen to it. I'm going through the entire record today. Yeah. The record is much more palatable after that but those first two mm-hmm. tracks for like a first time yeah. listener a little worried about that yeah, yeah. 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 for sure <laughs> yeah um, i uh, i'm i'm aware of that i'm prepared okay. for that and All i right. agree with that 100 uh, so what is your favorite memory that you made while creating this uh this album Ooh, that's a great question 
Wow. I was not prepared. That's a new one, isn't it? That's a new yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, we stole that off like an Instagram Q&A or mm-hmm. some shit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think you just made that up. Or wait, did I? That might have been a you making it up because there are definitely a couple on here that we have just stolen off Instagram Q&As. Like, mm-hmm. That's pretty good. There was, there was one. Okay. I gotta do that more often. Or two. I gotta do that more often. Yeah, we gotta do that's that more often. That's a great question. Thank I you. don't care if you're plagiarizing or not. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't school. Like, no one's fucking checking. Exactly. Like, Nobody's gonna be like, college, you got it from this expelled, one. But... Yeah, well, <laughs> listen. We're not in co- I'm in college, but I'm not turning this in for college. Who gives a shit? Exactly. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Favorite memory. Um, oh, there's, oh, you know what? I, I do have one. This is hilarious. I haven't talked to anyone about this. Um, oh, fuck. Daniel, So it. I was in the basement with Giovanni. That's where we work. And um, this was during the last, like, the brutal three days, right? Like, it was just, it was, the record was killing us. Yeah. Um, and uh, he was like, yo, are you cool if I burn some incense down here just to, like, get a vibe going? I was like, yeah, of course I don't care. Like, mm-hmm. for sure do that. And so he, he lights this stuff down in the basement. And we keep working. And I start going, like, that is potent. I'm like, that is, like, it's my like- eyes started burning. I'm like, yeah. what is going on? And then I, I it hit me. We're in a basement. There's no ventilation. Yeah. There's no windows. It's just sitting. And so I was like, bro, <laughs> this is getting really this bad. Is a bad idea. And we yeah. had to like, we were like <laughs> trying to air it out <laughs> at the door out of the basement. His mom was pissed at him. Oh my she, God. Was like, she came down and was like, are you doing drugs? Hotboxing <laughs> no. my basement. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's just incense. And she definitely didn't believe him, but. Because we came out with, like, bloodshot eyes, too, mm-hmm. from the burning. <laughs> no. You guys are smoking the weed down there, aren't you? I smelled, like, I smelled like a campfire <laughs> the whole day when I left that place just because it was so potent. And then, like, I, I went there. We finished the record. And I had to go back a week later to record some of the promo stuff. And it was still smoky in there. Like, it was <laughs> still sitting. Just for a picture of how bad it got. It was wow. like, it was awful. So, so that it was, was definitely really a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> it was a certain vibe. I mean, the main villain's name is Cage Burner. So yeah. I guess he got to us. <laughs> <laughs> it was super meta. Super meta. Yeah, I'd say that was probably the best memory. I also had a good, a lot of good memories with Christian though. Like I met my my videographer and creative director Christian Carranza shooting the first single inside, and um, we hadn't ever talked like casually. We'd talked business and over DMs, and so I bring him to like in classic Daniel fashion this trespassing, really sketchy looking location, and we start walking like we're easily a mile into this really creepy looking location. I'm like, by the way, like I'm for sure not going to murder you, which I realize is actually not what you say to someone. No, no, you don't say that. Stranger. (laughs) You walk them a mile into this really creepy location, but uh, it worked out. We're super tight. Now we have a podcast together. True story. Um, Maybe a, maybe a uncaged creativity podcast slash good noise podcast collab in the future. We talked about that um, and then it never happened. So yeah, we think, should do that. That's true. Let's make it happen. Let's uh, for real, for real do it. Let's, let's do it like do it. right um, now. No, please. No, no I'm so tired. I'm, I'm, I'm going to fall asleep. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, this... I'd say those are the best. Okay. Sorry. You're good. You're good. Sorry. I, my brain just said, go. Um, no, you're good. <laughs> so for this last question, I want you to picture you're on tour, you're at a gas station, you're going in. What is your snack of choice? This is a new one too. Yeah, this what is time new. is it? 
Let's say it's like afternoon. I'm saying like, oh, I was always going like 11 p.m. Like well, it's, it's no late. 11 p.m. because like you're still clearing out of the venue at that point. 11 no, o'clock. Sure. Yeah, like you're you're just in the middle you of what fuck nowhere. Snacks, one for 11, and then one for like the afternoon. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Um, if it's afternoon, okay, is it okay? Is it is there a Seven Eleven? Like, can I choose? It can be gas whatever station? convenience store you want. Okay. Because if it it's was a, me, it would be a Wawa. Yeah, I, I always say. What Wawa. is that? I've never heard of that. Oh yeah, he's it's on like the, the West best. Coast. Yeah, um, it's it's the best. You get hoagies. convenience store ever. Oh it's my got god, sandwiches. What? It's like got yeah. a whole kitchen in it, and they got mm-hmm. like they got breakfast food, lunch food, and dinner yeah. food. They got. They're known soups, for their food. Salads, sandwiches, um, drinks. Yeah, quesadillas. Chips. Yeah, they got yeah, all sorts of shit. It's everything. great in there. It's so. good. My partner got me hooked on that shit. It's so good. You gotta come As to the East Coast. We'll show you Wawa. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie, I kind of feel disrespected that I don't have this over here. Yeah, this it's is crazy. Need, it's fucking yeah. great. It's delicious. Our convenience stores wow. over here are wild. Mm-hmm. Dang. Okay. Um. Well, I only know so I I would go to Seven Eleven at noon. Seven Eleven. Get myself a, a Slurpee, oh, which okay. is very different than slushies and very different than ices. I will die on this hill. I will. I am very passionate about this fact that Seven mm-hmm. Eleven Slurpees are pristine. Mm, so, um, I would get any fruity flavor of Slurpee in my Slurpee if it was noon. If it was like eleven or mm-hmm. like I don't know, sometimes you're you're out at like 3 a.m. Yeah. Um, you know, I've like, so I have really bad stomach issues all the time, um, which is part of why, true story for those who have been fans wondering why I stopped doing the Twitch streams early in the morning. I like woke up feeling nauseous for five hours at a time every morning this year. Oh, it was no. bad. You want to wow. hear story time about this? It's I'm kind sorry. of an interesting story. Oh yeah, go for it. So when I was in high school, I used to drink a two liter of Dr. Pepper every day. Why? Like that was, cause I, I don't know. I was a horrible person, but <laughs> I would like get home from school at three I would crack open a two liter and by nine o'clock, once I'd played Call of Duty and eaten mozzarella sticks all day, the bottle would be gone and I'd go to sleep. And um, and I was like, you know, that's just what life is. You just drink Dr. Pepper and you repeat. Games, but yeah. I, um, the band was trying to get me healthy, specifically Jacob and Tyler were trying to get me healthy at the time. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we should only drink water. And they went as far as say, let's do a challenge where we're each going to drink a gallon of water a day. Mm-hmm. And like for bragging rights, like let's see who can do a gallon of water a day the longest. So I went from a two liter Dr. Pepper every day to gallons of water every day. And this last like summer, my stomach was just getting really messed up. So I went to the doctor and he was like, you know, was there ever a period of time where you were like eating or drinking something like really acidic in like at, at a quantity you shouldn't have? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, like a little bit. <laughs> and so I told him about it. And basically what happened was my stomach raised its natural acidity because it got so used to the Dr. Pepper that when I immediately switched straight to just water, it was burning its own walls. Oh, my God. Oh, which is crazy. Wow. So I have a super thin stomach now. Random story. Wow. That's true. So I get sick really easily. Like I have to really watch my stomach. So I like to drink um, and eat. Like late at night, if I'm up at 3 a.m., I'm probably feeling sick. Like that's just the reality of it. So I like those little, I think it's called, I think it's called Naked. It's the Oh yeah, the little the smoothies, yeah. Yeah. Um, I like those. Those are really good for my stomach. And then just like saltine crackers, which is a really bland answer. But 
they like they cushion things down mm. it's real nice i feel like i'd need that to survive like a late a late drive all right that's well, good Thanks for enlightening us that you should not drink two liters of soda every single day. Don't do it. Yeah. I have so many regrets. I like, I was living like Larry while I was doing it. <laughs> like it was, it was rad. You yeah. know, it felt great. Living the best life. Start pouring Dr. Pepper in like a cup this big, yeah. like would be what I'd start with. <laughs> and then 15 mozzarella sticks every time I got home. But uh, I have regrets. <laughs> take note shane with your with your what is Listen, it cranberry i got, yeah, I got sprite two liter up. two liter bottles up there i can't even participate in sprite cranberry season this year because i still have sprite cranberry left over from last from year, last year. Yeah. cranberry sprite that's yeah. a thing yeah it's so good oh my god how did you miss it all the lebron james commercials it's lebron i right? love lebron james yeah, yeah that's like his you, thing what? yeah how'd you miss the sprite cranberry lebron james commercials yeah i don't know they're like animated like, and it's really cute. Was, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, we'll, we'll know, send I'm you some. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you you definitely, that's your homework you after this. You gotta try it gotta, too. Yes. It's not that good. Holiday but like, season's it's, almost here. It'll be out yeah. in like October because it's out yeah. for like three months. So mm-hmm. yeah, it'll be out soon. All right. Noted. Yeah, definitely Noted. Try it. Um, well, wow. As Glory said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Um. Yeah. Um. <laughs> shoot okay yeah i have a lot of things to plug i have a i have spotify you can listen to um my name is daniel sherman it's actually not your mom uh shout out to all the moms out there um shout out to, I to, shout to out. Steal your identities hashtag real love me some milfs. oh my god so uh my real name is daniel sherman you can uh find me on all streaming platforms spotify apple music uh like Deezer and stuff like that. Does okay, anyone, what is that? I don't even know what it's Deezer fucking, is. Do you know what Deezer is? I don't know. I've loaded it up nuts. once. <laughs> you had to do it to me. You did. I you did. had to do it to I me. Did. That's fair. Um, I also have a merch store, which is merchbydanielsherman.com. Um, I honestly don't know what will be selling on there at the point that this airs, but I do know there will be buttons. Um, I know that there will be stick. Do I have stickers? I really don't know what I'm going to have this for sure buttons. There's for sure signed CDs. Um, there are stickers. I have stickers too, holographic okay. stickers. Um, check that out. Um, follow me on Twitch at music by Daniel Sherman. Follow me on Instagram at music by Daniel Sherman. Follow me on Twitter at music by D Sherman. Cause there wasn't enough letters for music by Daniel Sherman. <laughs> um, and then follow your mom. Oh Hell yeah. So yeah. true. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, thank you for sitting out with us. This has been Daniel Sherman and we have been the good noise podcast.